0: Hello. This is Janet Gallon welcoming you to Love Letters Live, and today's guest, I must say, was a gift given to me by several people. Several people, knowing what I do, which is teaching people how to write love letters, or you know, not just love letters. You know, um, yes, love letters is is kind of a large um, label for all kinds of things. It's gratitude, it's, it's inviting people into your life. It's anything you want that is from the heart and basically about the other guy and the other person's wonderful qualities. So several people sent me, because they know what I do, an article written by Gina Hamedy Bergman in the New York Times. And they were so excited to see this because it parallels exactly what I do and they knew we should meet, and then I knew that I should bring her to all of you. And I know that a great many people already know you. So let's go to our guest, Gina. And why don't you just why don't you just start by I noticed that your professional life is different from your love letter or your letter writing life. Is this true?
1: Well, and you you've seen my book, right?
0: No, I have not seen your book.
1: Oh my God! I thought you reached out to me because you saw my book, but no, yeah, the- I reached out to you
0: because people who are, you know, interested in part of my life in letter writing saw the article and sent me the article.
1: Yeah. So the New York Times piece came out maybe a couple of weeks before this book came out last week. Um, on
0: oh, you did say you did say you had a book coming out, but I haven't seen it. So okay. Oh,
1: okay, great. Yeah. Well, um, it just came out. So it's called, I want to thank you, um, how a year of gratitude can bring joy and meaning in a disconnected world. And this was my training to be able to write that, how to write a gratitude letter piece for the times, because I spent a year writing 365 gratitude notes and letters. And every month I turned to a different group of recipients. So I thanked neighbors one month. I thanked friends, career mentors, family members, Healthcare workers. Every month, I had a different theme, and wrote a book about it, which just came out. And yes, for the New York Times, I wrote sort of like a compiled my best tips for you know writing maybe your first gratitude letter. You know, if you've never done anything like this and you don't know where to start, here's here's what to do.
0: What prompted you to start gratitude letters?
1: To, to write that, to write those uh-huh. letters that year. So I had a stack of thank you notes to write to people who had donated to a fundraiser for City Harvest, which is a great organization in New York City. It fights hunger. And I, it was a task that I wasn't necessarily looking forward to. I'm a writer. I love to, you know, I love to write to friends and in my journal and, and, and such, but I, it wasn't, I had two little kids at the time. It wasn't something that I was, Doing regularly writing to people Um, and so I had these thank you notes and I you know it wasn't like something that I was dying to sit down and do I was busy and you know that life life gets in the way of those things that maybe would sound pleasant but it didn't at the time I I took them with me on a on my commute to New Jersey at the time I was doing this consulting gig for a sheet company called Bowen Branch and so I had about an hour on the train in the morning, which I generally spent in my lists and emails and inboxes and social feeds and just trying to, you know, tread water. And one day I sat and, you know, turned to these thank you notes and it was surprising how good it felt to Uh say five or six or seven of these and write these thank you notes to people from all over my life. Some of whom I haven't seen for years and years, who gave, you know, 20 or 50 or a hundred dollars to this fundraiser that I'd organized. And over the course of a month, it was January, 2018. I would sort of, you know, some days I would write the thank you notes. Some days I would be back in my phone doing everything else. And I just kept noticing this, that, oh my goodness, when I sit down and write these notes, I just, there's a focus that feels great. I feel calm and peaceful. And that feeling carries into the day. And I feel like, I don't know. A veil has been. You know why?
0: Do you know why you feel calm and peaceful while you're writing these notes? I, I, I do now. Know.
1: I Not do me. now. I do now. After after uh, writing the book and speaking to a lot of gratitude, um, you know, experts. I ha- and meditation experts. I now can explain it. I mean, I would love to hear what you how how you. Well, explain okay,
0: it. Let, let's back up a little bit because I want to know. I think you referred to the sometimes dreaded task of writing a thank you note. And I think people, I think people generally feel that because they don't know really what to say. Right. And um, there are all kinds of thank you notes to be written, but I always liked it. I always loved sitting down and writing a thank you note. My mother, when I was a little girl, said to me, and this is, you know, I'm almost 80, so this is a long time ago, but it has stuck. She said, you always have five minutes to write a thank you note. Mm -hmm. And I guess we've got less clumps of five minutes in our lives because so much is going on. But the truth is you can always make five minutes to write a thank you note. And it always felt wonderful. And now, in my opinion, the reason it feels wonderful is because no matter what's going on in your life or in the world, and it has been pretty difficult this last few years, the world, um, no matter what's going on, you are, Bathing in the positive Mm -hmm. of something.
1: Well, that's exactly it. And there's a lot of science behind that, you know, that you can sit, you know, sitting with grateful, positive thoughts retrains your brain to get there faster, right? Is like a quick way of saying it without any fancy scientific brain words, you know? Um, And you could do that just by writing in a gratitude journal. But I think what was special about sitting and writing what kind of levels that up when you're sitting and writing to people is that it's also an exchange, you know, sort of a, instead of saying, I'm grateful for the sunset, I'm grateful for the trees, you're saying, I'm grateful for you, you right. know, which is a loving expression right. to somebody, and then you're sharing it with that person and then they share it back. So it's sort of, it, it increases, you know, a lot of what people study is sitting and writing in a gratitude journal, which is nice and I am nothing against it, but this sort of adds all these extra layers. To well, it. you
0: know, a, a gratitude journal is fine, but I'm, I'm a big fan of an actual love letter and yeah. thank you notes go under that rubric. And yeah. there is something about, for me, putting a note, putting a letter in a mailbox. That's a total power trip. Yeah. Talk about that. I mean, I won't let other people, they'll see that I have letters to mail. They'll say, oh, I'm going out. You want me to take your letters? No, first of all, I won't know if they actually got in the box because you've got things on your mind. But there's also something so active about putting a letter in a mailbox. Talk about that.
1: The power trip. What do you mean exactly by that? So I know that I'm speaking to that we're speaking on the same Totally,
0: totally in control of my communication. Mm -hmm. Where it's going.
1: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot about it that is that feeds a certain, um, aspect of myself that's, that I hadn't thought about in a while, which is you really get to be thoughtful about what you want to say, and you can take a minute and say it right. Um, which is different than in a conversation, which is always a beautiful, you know, exchange, but this is really something thoughtful where that you can, it doesn't have to take a super long time it doesn't have to be very very long but you can sit and say whatever you, you know something that maybe you need to say that you've never said oh
0: and, that's a wonderful point but I, I want to say one final thing about the mailbox it's a, it's a way of acknowledging that my job is done <laughs> now, it's now in the hands of the post office and i want to ask you when you write letters what do you expect in return, what do you yeah. think you are entitled to respect? Uh, and, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. great question. And so I'm going to finish this. The, yeah, great. I'll, I'll get ahead. there by finishing the story of how I launched the thank you year. because okay. So it felt so good, those thank you notes. And I was thinking about this on January 31st, because I, I had a vague sense throughout the month in the back of my mind that this is something that feels good and I didn't expect it to. And then at the end of the month, when I was done with my stack, it was January 31st. And I sort of really sat and thought about it. Like, you know, this really did feel better than I thought. What does that say about my crazy scattered brain and the fact that I truly needed that focus and that it felt so good for me? how many notes were there again? And I looked and there were 31 notes and it was January 31st. So the year sort of uh-huh. changed me in a little right. in a little gift wrap. Um, and especially because I have this background in magazines. I was the travel editor at Food & Wine. I worked at Oprah Magazine and Rachel Ray Magazine. So I kind of think in calendar content calendars, you know? Um, and so I knew that if I were to do this, if I were to write a letter for every day of that year, that I would have to put a little structure behind it and give myself a little organization, which is why I came mm-hmm. up with those different months and, 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 and things. And one of the first things I did in the, so that was January, February was neighbors. That was my first kind of intentional month where I started writing these thank you notes to neighbors. And right away, I actually, I started writing the list of neighbors that I wanted to thank and what I wanted to say on a spreadsheet, I started there. And I quickly erased the spreadsheet because I realized that there would be this natural um, column for replies, and I thought, I don't, I don't want to keep track of that. I don't, I and I actually wrote a note to myself: give everything, expect nothing. Like because, these are my, because it,
0: those letters are a gift. They're a gift. That they're you a gift. Given. And when you give somebody a gift, you don't expect a like gift in return.
1: Exactly, and I'm. This is something that I. I love I've decided to take upon myself it was it was something for for me and of course for other people but you know my intentions were one thing I couldn't put those intentions on anybody else right Good you know sure. so I thought I don't even want to ever look back and I don't even want to know if somebody didn't reply I don't even want you know I don't even want to look back and say oh did you ever get that or did it come you know I just never wanted to follow up I never wanted to, Expect anything, and I thought any replies that come back, any mail that comes back, or a voicemail, or an email, or anything that comes back, I'll look at it as a gift.
0: May May I tell you a short a short interlude story on that? You because I also would never think of calling and saying, "Did you get my letter?" Mm-hmm. First of all, it, it the only thing it can do is make somebody feel guilty for not replying or put Wait. somebody in a you know an unpleasant predicament. But I wrote one thank you note to a, a man. Um, for coming to a workshop that I had done. It was a very brave thing of him to have done. It wasn't his natural tendency to do such a thing. And he wrote a wonderful letter in this workshop. And I sent him a thank you for coming to this. Mm -hmm. And his wife is a friend, more than a friend. Uh, She's the woman with whom I started Love Letters Live, Mm -hmm. whole other story. And... um, After about three weeks, I know she would have said something. So after about three weeks, I called and I said, you know, I never do this, but I'm just curious if Jim got a letter from me. And she said, no. Really? No. Okay. Something went wrong. About four weeks later, I get something from the post office. It is the letter I had sent to him and another person, a thank you letter, returned to me. The envelopes all slitted up. The post office had caught a mail thief, had gone into the mailbox and stolen letters.
1: Oh my looking goodness. For,
0: looking for money, I guess. Or, you know, whatever would credit cards, who knows? <coughs> Excuse me. And they made copies of the letters and sent it to the people.
1: Oh my goodness, the well, the, the USPS did?
0: Yes, they have a fraud department that is brilliant. I just wanted people to know this. So in that, that, me too, I was also. In that instance, asking turned out well.
1: Right, but that's such a small, what are the odds that there's the mail, you know?
0: Yeah, okay. I just wanted, I wanted people to know about that, the fraud department, the U.S. mail. Okay, go ahead.
1: So I'm so glad that, that, that I started the year with that in mind because there's already there are already um, you know there's already like some some self talk and some inner dialogue that's unhelpful that I had to get over right like I think what? anytime you write a letter to somebody maybe you haven't seen in a while it's maybe a little ooey gooey or you know there there's something in your head that says this is going to be awkward this is going to be weird what if you make it strange what if they don't remember you what would make it strange well it never did and I actually I spoke to some a social scientist who studies this but there's just something that comes up that it's it's like these little this dialogue that says you know people don't do this and this is kind of weird and what if you know it's like all this all these things that you just have to quiet down and just say it's not it's okay like it's going to be well received. It's fine. It's fine. But if I were constantly tracking replies, like, Oh God, well, what if, eh, what if she didn't, why didn't she say anything? And what if she didn't like it? Or what if she thinks I'm so weird now? Or, you know, it just would feed that little inner. I don't,
0: I don't think people ever feel weird getting a note. that's a thank you or an expression of love or a memory. I mean, I, 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 I wrote a letter to a woman. She's a relative that I don't see often. She's like a third cousin of, 103 years old, Mm -hmm. going strong, and I remember her so fondly, and I remember such specifics about her. I have not been in touch with her for a long time, although I'm in touch with her son and her daughter-in-law, my cousins, and I wrote her a note, and I just started off thinking, you know, dear Evelyn, I've been thinking about you, and as I have over the years, and I just, she was so touched by this. It didn't seem weird.
1: It's not, it's not. There's something that, that happens, you know, it's, it's very common to have this feeling of awkwardness, but it's unfounded. So I spoke to this social scientist who's at the university of Texas. His name is Amit Kumar. And he had done this extensive study on exactly this on, you know, everybody knows it's well, not everybody, but in that field, people know it's very, it's good for your health to, 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 practice gratitude and in particular gratitude letters are like the highest form. Like that's sort of known in pop psychology. So he studied a group of people who, you know, the assignment was to write a gratitude letter to somebody and what he found. And then he also studied the impact on the recipient, which is rarely done in the field. It's usually all about how it feels to the person writing. So the upshot of the findings are the it people way overestimate how awkward this might be. I know, and maybe, yeah. yeah. And way underestimate the impact. So basically everybody has these little, you know, and th- we have this lovely talk where he was saying the things that you're thinking about on your end are not the things that people are thinking about on their end as they open it. So you right. might be thinking my handwriting is not so great. And, you know, I wish I'd gotten nicer stationary. This is kind of plain or, you know, I'm probably not saying this right. And I can't quite find the words for what I mean. And, you know, so you're thinking of, you're thinking of all this stuff and you're, or you're saying, should I talk about this or that? And, you know, these are all the things you're, ta- you're thinking about as a writer, but as a receiver, all you're thinking is what an amazing gift.
0: Really, <laughs> you're, I you're want to say, say something about handwriting because I have had people say, you know, I, I don't write because my handwriting is so awful. Well, you know,
1: I get a lot now too.
0: And it's usually, it's not so awful.
1: Yeah, and, first of all, it's not.
0: but one man who wrote me a thank you note for something, his handwriting was so awful. And I think at this stage, I can decipher pretty much anything.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I just look for similar, I mean, nothing, absolutely nothing. And what he did was he typed it and included it. Great, perfect. So that's a wonderful thing to do because also, you know, people look back, people save letters, they don't throw these things away. Mm-hmm. And when you look back when you're 90, it might be nice to have a typewritten something.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. I um, I say the same thing where, first of all, you know, it's not about something. It's not, it, nobody's expecting calligraphy. Nobody's expecting some piece of art. If it's legible, great. If it's truly illegible, then type it out and send it. Yeah, it's, yes. to, to
0: accompany okay. the illegible note. Because
1: I mean, that's a, that's a real bonus. If you, well, if you can send both, that's great. But, you know, I do... There's, and,
0: something, there's something about the handwriting also, I'm aware, and I'm sure you are too, that when you get a note, no matter how icky the handwriting is, first of all, it probably isn't, but the people reading it are touching something that has felt the touch of your hand.
1: Yeah, and, I read about that in the in the book too. It's, it's like your, your hand wrote it their hand is touching it. They're, it's tactile, you know, and and, yeah. and, in, and today there's so few things that are tactile.
0: And and being separated as we are during this pandemic, where we can't hold people and we can't touch people. And, you know, people put their lips to a letter, mm-hmm. you know, they, they hold it to their chest. Sometimes they cry and there are tears on it. Yeah, tactile.
1: Yeah, I... In my friends' month, I turned old pictures into postcards because I wasn't quite sure how to thank 30 friends. You know, what am I thanking them for? Am I pulling out specific, you okay. know, favors they did for me years ago, or am I just thanking them for, be a fr- for being a friend? And that's sort of generic. Um, so I ended up finding old photographs and slapping a four by six mailing label on them and just sending them those out as postcards, which was
0: wonderful.
1: Yeah, which was fun. And one of my friends who, received one and she's in the art world and she said in the art world we say this bears the mark of the hand you know which i thought that was a wonderful way to say it and sure. i'm not in the art world so i didn't know that phrase but it's you know you can see it you can see yes. the hand yes. work you really can. That, you know, I, can we talk about
0: stationary for a minute because that's a big a big thing for me choosing stationary is- yeah
1: so Oh yeah. So you, you finish, but yeah. Well, I was
0: going to say, you know, I encourage people to choose stationery that either reflects you mm-hmm. so that when the letter appears on somebody's these days, really dismal mail pile, mm-hmm. they'll know it's from you. They probably know your handwriting. If it's somebody you've been in constant touch with or stationary that reflects the other person. Mm. And you know, that, that takes a little doing, but it's just part of it's the gift wrap is the envelope. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know and so i i think choosing stationary if you if you don't have a choice but if you do have a choice i think it's really worth putting some thought into
1: i i can sort of i have two replies to this first of all now that i am out of that year with all of its volume (laughs) and output and now i'm writing fewer letters i am you know sort of putting a little bit more thought and a little bit more money into that. And I'm, you know, if I'm only going to write, you know, five, 10 letters in the next month or two, you know, I'd like to be choosier about them. And in that year, I did splurge on a few months. Like there was one month where I wrote, wrote a note to my husband every day for the month. He was one of my months and I bought Florentine stationery. Do you know that classic Florentine print that's sort of curly Q and there's red, yes. and green. We, I studied abroad in Florence and I just love that classic print. I think it's so beautiful. So I ordered a box of thirty of those cards with the with the beautiful envelopes and that and the inside. Um, I ordered that through Etsy and those for him and made mm-hmm. like a beautiful, you know, present. It happened to be his fortieth birthday that month. Um. And I love kind of some smaller makers. There's somebody called Lana's shop. She does these watercolors. Dear Annabelle is on the Upper East Side and she's sort of really beautiful. And I love supporting those and I love using them. That being said, there were some months, I mean, 365 in one year, you know, there were some months that I just thought I can't keep this up, just money wise. And so I, I ended up, I saw one time when I was, going through Target quickly um, on the way back from a movie, just like some of this stuff is so pre-pandemic, like went to a movie, stuff oh, I know, I know. that I haven't done in more than a year. Oh. Um, but I spotted just like a American greetings box of 100 colorful note cards with the envelope. And I bought that and that got me through my healthcare yeah. this month. You know, people, sometimes I'm like, if I send these notes to doctors, they're going to be so happy just to be, you know, I sent one to yeah. my, um, the doctor who delivered my second child and, you know, talking about the memories from that night and how good he is at his yeah. job. I'm like, he doesn't, he's not going to, this is going to mean a lot to him. No, It's not the point, right? Is like some, something so beautiful for me, the words are going to be beautiful. Right. So I sort of have two minds of it, which is one, I love beautiful stationery and I I do agree that it's worth splurging on, but then for a project like this, which was-
0: no, That's true, that's true. You know, in, in general, if you don't, or if you're not doing uh, 365 letters in one year, mm-hmm. but yes, so budget is always a an issue for whatever we do.
1: Right, right. so if I guess i thinking- say that for the, yeah, I say that for the people that are, you know, I feel like so many things come up where they say, well, my handwriting is bad. I don't want to spend $5, you know, on like a letterpress thing and blah, blah, blah. And I say, you know, none of that really matters. You know, what matters is what you have to say to this person. So like even a simple note, I mean, even a, a plain index card in a plain envelope right. mean right. a lot if you're, you know, if the if you've done your job, which is just to write in a very heartfelt way.
0: Right. And then the on the, for the envelope, the issue of stamps, what stamp do you use?
1: Oh my goodness i you know i
0: love those i love people i I put so much energy into what stamp goes to what i mean who gets the Elvis presley stamp and who gets the you know um mexican cuisine stamp and who gets the frogs (laughs) it's probably time i could better spend elsewhere but sometimes (laughs) it seems important
1: (laughs) i love that and i love i love um some people i know some letter writers i know um get those vintage stamps and then they, you know, put like four or five of those vintage stamps. Honestly, it's, I sort of, I'm like, whatever's around. Um, I do, I do go on the USPS store and buy not stamps.com because stamps.com is like a different company. Go right, put your money right to the USPS. Like don't, don't do stamps.com, but I do go to USPS and they always have something fun, some new something or other. It's, it's nice to put something on that's not just like the American flag, um, right. but, but it's not something I get caught up in.
0: No, and you know what? It, it, it kind of continues the expression of what it is you want to say. I did a kind of a mean thing once. Well, I'm sure I've done mean things lots of times, but in this area, I got a gorgeous plate of stamps that were insects
1: mm-hmm.
0: years ago. Unfortunately, you know, they don't repeat their artwork. And one of the stamps was a dung beetle and I thought, oh, who's going to get the dung beetle? And <laughs> I, I had reason to send a letter to the uh, inter- Internal Revenue Service. Uh, mm, good. They got that's the dung beetle, good, and that's kind of bad because you know there are people working there; they're earning a living, they're supporting their children.
1: Yeah. I might have I laughed. I hope whoever whoever opened that laughed. And it's not like you would addressed it to like, you know, Rebecca White at the IRS. You know, it's it's you're sending a dung beetle beetle right. to the IRS. I think that's fine. I but, think that's
0: all of this, all of this fits into what you're sending. Well, I want to thank you for doing this with me. I'm so glad that you wrote that um, article. It was beautifully written and the instructions were so clear. Thank you. So clear. It felt like, I mean, it felt familiar because it was just like a workshop. So clear. And I, I, I hope and I wonder how many people got to their own pen and paper. I'm, I'm sure that you influenced people.
1: I hope so. Yeah, I. I. that's kind of the fun part about writing something like that. And I love when I get follow-ups, but yeah, you, you never know who no. is actually following the advice. But yeah, but pick up the book and yeah. tell me what you think. I'm very curious. I'm going to look for
0: that. Thank you very much. Well, thank, thank you. you, dear. It was wonderful meeting you. You too. And I hope our paths cross again in this letter writing world.
1: Me too, Janet. Me too. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye.